everybody to Blissfully Aware, the show in which three opinionated people discuss what's going on in fandom and nerd news in general. I am Bliss, and as always, I'm joined by my two lovely co-hosts, Kelty and Kendra. Hello. Hello. Boy, what a week we had. <laughs> what a week. <laughs> we have some stuff to talk about. <laughs> Boy, do we. Let's just dive right on in. Genshin fandom brought us another juicy, juicy morsel Man, of drama. Yeah. <laughs> this fandom, this game even, like the, the whole, the fandom and, or the game mm-hmm. and the fandom that it supports are so young. Uh-huh. And they, they've come out of nowhere and destroyed everything. Yep. It's been like, a... it, like at least <laughs> things like Homestuck and fucking uh what's it called undertale were like those were still pretty niche they were like indie video games and like indie interactive web comic experience or whatever the fuck undertale is <laughs> you mean homestuck oh it's that one homestuck i still don't know they're the same thing in my head because they they attracted the same sort of person <laughs> yeah like i've never i don't think i've been a part of a fandom that's like notorious I think the worst might be the MCU and, like, Marvel comic books by extension, but just because the MCU and Marvel comic books have such a broad fandom appeal, like I said earlier, like, it's like being a fan of music. Yeah. Like, yes, everyone has seen them, everyone has an opinion <laughs> on them a little bit, so... I I was in my uh, Supernatural fandom, so I can't talk. <laughs> And I didn't want to be associated with the stupid fandom, because it's terrible. That's a weird thing, too. Like, in the time we've been alive, being in fandom, quote-unquote, has gone from, like, talking about something with your friends to talking about it with, like, 50 people on a forum or a live journal community to just being bombarded with the opinion of every single person on Twitter who knows about it. jackass. And... Yeah, that, like, loss of private community is... I don't even know what it is, but it's something that I miss and wish Twitter could recreate. I really wish Twitter had a function where you could private some tweets and not all tweets, Uh if that makes sense. That would be convenient. Like LiveJournal did. Like, you could make some entries friend-only, you could make some entries public, and you could make some entries private entirely. And it was just nice to have that all in one space so you didn't have to operate like three or four different accounts Mm -hmm. because everything is being amalgamated into a single data stream that goes right in your fucking eyeballs. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Yeah. It looks like I follow like probably a hundred more people than I actually do on Twitter because so many people have like multiple accounts because I have like accounts about like their kink and accounts for fandoms just like private specific accounts, fandoms yeah. and then like their professional accounts yeah, if they're professionals at all it's just like oh my god this yeah. is too much the the flattening of like private life public life and identity into one digital brand is bad and it's also <laughs> unsustainable i think like this is not going to last people are going to be canceled quicker than they are being born so we're eventually going to run out of people. <laughs> oh. Like, we're going to have to reintegrate some degree of privacy into social media, or else, yeah, like, we will just, we will exist in a permanent state of cancellation, each of us, for our bad takes. We'll create new societies 
all the uncancelled people will live above ground and all the cancelees will have to live in like more people. But that's what I'm saying. Like, eventually no one will be not cancelled. Because everyone has a stupid thought sometimes that they just, and you know, back in the day, your stupid thought stayed in your stupid head and didn't do anyone any harm. <laughs> or you shared it to your, like, group of five friends and they were like, that's stupid. <laughs> And, like, that was the end of it. <laughs> or your friends were also stupid, in which case they were just like, her, her, and, like, that was still the extent that that stupid thought traveled. But yeah. now that stupid thought can go around the globe. That stupid thought can be on the internet, in front of everyone's eyes, forever. And, yeah, there's, like, no amount of repentance or apologizing or blah 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 that is good enough because that stupid thought still exists unbound from your growth <laughs> like it still exists that point in time when you were stupid and said it out loud and now like the apology doesn't follow it around or the, no. the growth you did doesn't follow it around just the stupid thought because yeah. you know outrage generates engagement for me, it's the idea that your stupid thought that everyone has, and everyone has bad takes, and everyone has to grow, but the stupid thought is now preserved for all time in Twitter servers or Facebook or whoever, and so someone will just bring something up from six years ago and be like, remember that time you said something stupid? Why should we care about you now? And yeah. there's no escaping it. Everybody is basically <laughs> just my anxiety over and over again. Mm -hmm. It's just all your intrusive thoughts before you go to bed. <laughs> Trying to lay down and it's like, remember when you were six <laughs> and you said a stupid thing? Mm -hmm. And it's like, oh, fuck, god damn it. I did, oh. Oh my god. <laughs> well, speaking of stupid thoughts, Karina Bottinger? Is that how you say their name? No idea. For right now, let's call them Karina. Yeah, that's sure. what I thought. Apologies, we don't know how to pronounce your name, and we're all three native English speakers. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, yeah, Karina, they voice a Genshin Impact character, Paimon, which is your first little buddy, your little uh, Navi, a la Legend of Zelda. Oh, oh okay, I didn't... I didn't know that. Yeah, I don't play this game, so I have no idea who any of these characters are. Yeah, they're this little child-looking creature that floats around with you and gives you all the information that you wouldn't just know. Yeah, they're your mm. tutorial mm -hmm. buddy. Yeah. Uh -huh. Yeah. So they sure did say something. Uh, and it wasn't even on Twitter, but the discourse, as discourse do, uh, happened all over Twitter this past week. And it was an adventure. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it was, it was ugly something. from the top down. And like, as I will clarify later, I was originally very much on their side about this particular discourse when it popped off. But man, then they decided to tweet through it. And that never helps. No. Nope. You always have to just back away, simmer down, collect one's thoughts... As we will debate later, I don't necessarily think that they owed someone an apology over this. But yeah, Kelty disagrees with me, but that's fine. But, 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 it's also irrelevant now because no, of, yeah, of, uh, of a hilarious bit of, uh, speaking of which, uh, someone's stupid fucking thought coming back to haunt them. Yeah. <laughs> anyway. Basically, to just give it a quick summary, what happened is... Karina was talking with someone. I, yeah, it was on, on TikTok. stupid fucking TikTok. Yeah. Karina was asking people, 
not to tag them in not safe for work fan art because they didn't like it. Didn't give any reason mm-hmm. initially. I don't think they have to. Don't have to. Yeah. No. Yeah. That's a completely legitimate, That's valid, respectable request. Yes, valid, as the kids say. <laughs> Very valid request. Like, they specifically asked to not be tagged of artwork, like, of the character they voice, which... I don't, I don't play Genshin, so I don't know if this character is a human being, is an elf, is a whatever, if they're actually a 9,000-year-old mage or whatever. They look like a 10-year-old mm-hmm. human. Yes. So the not-safe-for-work art was explicit porn mm-hmm. of this 10-year-old human-looking character. Mm-hmm. And yeah, that's upsetting. Like, I get not wanting to ever see that. And so... They were like, please don't tag me. I don't even think they said please, because, you know, why should they? But uh. don't tag me in Not Safe for Work fan art of the character I voice, particularly Payman, who is a child. And then there was some argumentation as to whether they were a child or not. And then someone said, like, they're just lines and pixels, man. Har har har. Like, you know, yes, which together form an image that can evoke emotion. That's what art is. Yep, well done. That's what figurative representation <laughs> is. And then Corinna says, like, basically, if you if you draw this art or s- consume this art, you're a pedophile. The word pedophile is used, calling people who draw under underage art of any sort, basically. Again, being sort of American-centric, California-centric, because that is taken to mean, like, people over 18, mm-hmm. which is not what of age means everywhere in the world. Uh-huh. Um, it's also not what pedophilia is. <laughs> like, okay, you don't have to put this in. I just have to say it to like, oh, please say it. for my own, for my own sanity. It's so important. Um, pedophilia is a, well, yeah, mental illness, I guess, or a paraphilia, a sexual dysfunction, wherein one is literally sexually attracted to prepubescent children, mm-hmm. like below the age of 10. Yep. Once you go through puberty, a actual legitimate pedophile is no longer interested. And they are not also aroused by adult humans. This is why it is a dysfunction. It is a disorder because it's not like they are attracted by other things and also young children. It's also usually not an attraction based on power or whatever. Like, pedophiles delude themselves into thinking their victims consent or are agreeable. Like, they don't want to view themselves as monster molester rapists or whatnot. And the majority of sexual abuse against children is not due to some internal pedophilic desire. No. It is due to having access to someone who can't say no. And it's not that the abuser is literally only sexually attracted to children. It is that the abuser, A, wants sex, B, has access to someone who cannot say no or they can overpower, exploits that because they don't care about the harm they cause to the person. This is a really fine line to walk, but pedophilic actual, like, desire and attraction is an incredibly rare phenomenon, and it is bad 
to abuse a child, no matter your motivations. Yep. But it is a specific sort of mental issue and a specific sort of abuse. So someone who's 19 sleeping with their 17-year-old's boyfriend or whoever is not pedophilia. No. By a legal definition or by a scientific definition. Someone who is 20 or 35 or 40 abusing someone who is 15 is also not pedophilia. No. Legally or scientifically. It is sexual abuse of a minor, but it is not pedophilia. It is also bad, oh, yeah. for the record. Both of those things are bad. Oh yeah, it's very bad. But the thing is, is that people are conflating legal definitions with scientific definitions. Mm-hmm. So it's worth noting. Yep. Now, I would argue that art about payment, whoever they are, tiny 10-year-old floating person, sexually explicit art, yeah, that could constitute art of child abuse. But I don't think still that you can call someone a pedophile because they drew or consumed this art. Nope. Which is repulsive to me. Like, I want to make no bones about it that I find this this art repulsive. But I haven't seen it. I don't even know. Well, I saw. I don't know if I saw the actual art, but you know, champions of the internet that there are people were spamming Corinna with a lot of not safe for work yeah. art of payment. So I saw some. Saw That's some of that. Gross. I don't know what the actual original artwork was, but yeah, it's not great. Yeah, don't uh, do that. I still. And, you know, sending it to someone could be absolutely considered sexual harassment in a court of law. Mm-hmm. Um, sending sexually explicit art of anything, of anything uh, yes. could be considered sexual harassment, and you should really ask. You should not do that unless you have gotten consent of the yeah, person. Yeah, um, not okay. All of that said, I still don't think that conflating anime art with actual pedophilia or actual child abuse, sexual child abuse, is great, but I understand that they reacted emotionally when someone tried to defend sending this art to them. There. Sorry, I just had to go on my whole, the medical condition pedophilia is not a legal term, because the law doesn't care why you abused a child, it just cares that you Mm -hmm. did. This podcast is about fandom! Yeah, yeah. So, yeah, what happened was, after calling someone a pedophile, Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. people who aren't in the Genshin fandom, people who are pro-shippers, people who are anti-shippers, kind of showed up for this great battle at Helm's Deep. They sure did. (laughs) Oh boy, did they. Yeah, the the bat signal was done lit (laughs) on this one. Mm -hmm. And descended into this poor voice actor's mentions. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you, like you said, Kendra, they certainly did reply emotionally a lot. Yes. Yeah. And, and like, the thing is, I personally, not saying that this was the thing they should have done. I'm not about to tell someone who, well, I'm not about to tell anyone, but I'm not about to tell a survivor of child sexual abuse mm-hmm. how they should react to being sent those images unpromptedly. If you no. if you want to freak out and just say get the fuck away from me you sicko I I'm absolutely not going to say that mm-hmm. that was a bad thing to do but that's the thing when you have your 
personal identity and your professional identity all bundled up into the same Twitter account, sometimes these things can be difficult to navigate because, on one hand, you are a representative of this video game that you work for. Mm -hmm. Uh, On the other hand, you are Mm -hmm. a person with trauma. And (laughs) trying to make those two people play nice on a single Twitter account over a contentious loaded issue such as this is basically impossible, and I think that's what we learned today, or last week, or whenever the fuck this happened. Four days ago. Four days ago. God, time is a flat circle. So yeah, Mm -hmm. four days ago, time of recording, shit done hit the fan. It got messy real fast. It came to light. A lot of people I don't think were aware, and I don't know why they would be, that Corinna has suffered child sexual abuse. I don't go around tattooing that on my forehead for everyone to see. So I assume they don't either. Yeah. No, I think that it, they only brought it up in the subsequent mm-hmm. tweets of being like, hey, maybe don't throw around this term pedophile. And they tried to defend it by saying that they were a survivor, which is not something they should have to disclose, but they chose to, as far as I'm aware. No one, like, demanded mm-hmm. to know no, if their opinion was valid. No, I don't think so. Because... If they did, that's gross. No, if they did, that's fucked up and shouldn't have happened. Yes, no. 100%. But Much like sending untagged porn. Yeah, <laughs> severely underage porn. Let's stop sending untagged porn. And RPF to anybody, any content creator. Let's stop. Let's just stop. Yes. Or anyone. Please don't send untagged porn to people. Please tag your porn. Please. Mm -hmm. It's also nice for the people who want to find that porn. Yes. Because then they can search in the tag. Makes it nice and searchable. And find the porn. Yeah. And especially on Twitter, like the last major social media network that allows explicit content of all for the time being. Why the fuck don't they have like a not safe for work feature like built into the site? I don't know. Why can't you just. That would be nice. Why can't you just tag a tweet as not safe for work and then anyone, because you have to provide a birth date to start a Twitter account. Yeah. So anyone who's under the age of whatever age you decide, 18, 19, 17, you can't see it. They have a uh, age verification system in place for brands like alcohol and uh, marijuana, stuff like that. So that's not available to the public wow. use. That's so fucking American. Wow. Prohibition. Uh, so yeah, they chose to emotionally double down and defend calling someone... Dodeca down. Really. Uh, calling someone a pedophile, which... Was a capital C choice. I'm not going to say I would have done the same thing, but I'm also not going to condemn it. No, just that, like I was I saying. condemn it a little bit. That, like, was pretty, that was not cool. Well, yes, just as someone who also has a history of child sexual abuse. Mm-hmm. Can I say that on the podcast? Yes, okay. I've mentioned it, I think. That's, yes, Kelty finds it inappropriate to deem anything, you know, regarding underage sexual encounters, pedophilia, which is absolutely not going to tell you you're wrong. Just people with the same experiences can disagree on what things are traumatic, what things are triggering, what things, because, you know, trauma is unique to every individual. Which is why it's important to not try and control how other people cope. Because, like, I... Actually, I'm not too bothered by a lot of underage art. I, uh, I, I, I curate my own experience. I don't, I don't go looking for it. It doesn't necessarily bother me right off the bat. 
but it can. But I, I'm able to curate my experience online and within art and fandom to pretty easily avoid being upset by anything that I look upon. That being said, I am not going to go at other people who don't find this triggering and indeed find it helpful to draw art or write fan fiction or whatever it is that they do. I'm not going to go at them and start telling them that they need to hide it from me because that's not that's not their responsibility or that its mere existence is is perpetuating the same sorts of crimes that were perpetuated. Oh. Absolutely not. Mm -hmm. And I also, this is an unpopular opinion, but I'm going to say it. (laughs) You don't need to have trauma to like something. (laughs) (laughs) Crazy, right? I also, yes, I agree with said unpopular opinion. For third. And (laughs) another little... Oh boy, there's another one in the chamber. there's, There's just a little... and. I prefer we not have to disclose whether or not we are traumatized in order to be allowed to like something. And by saying that only traumatized people can like a certain thing, we're not allowed to like that certain thing unless we want to out ourselves as victims, Mm. which is fucking uncool. So yes, Having the, I don't know, fucking hall pass to enjoy a certain form of transgressive content or even just write about a minority experience, like, you are now having to put your private life basically for the consideration of the unfeeling masses of the internet to deem whether or not you are broken enough or traumatized enough or gay enough or you know, queer enough to engage with said content. Mm -hmm. And that's fucking bad, and we shouldn't be doing that. We shouldn't need a fucking identity hall pass to engage with content, even if that content is transgressive, because the border of what is transgressive is changing all the time as people grow more comfortable with certain things, less comfortable with other things. And... Yeah, there are certain facets of identity that you cannot hide, usually. Like, one's race, usually. There are, like, white passing people. There are... I'm talking to one. Yes, there are mixed race people. But in general, you cannot hide one's race. In general, one's, like, gender, or at least gender expression, how you choose to dress and present yourself is pretty obvious. There are non-binary people who cleave more like toward one end of the masculinity, femininity spectrum, but whatnot. Usually, by and large, those things are obvious. Things like sexual orientation, things like mental health, things like uh, physical disabilities, things like trauma, trauma, things like your class are usually not, your religion, another one, are usually not evident by just looking mm-hmm. at someone. Uh-huh. So now, since, you know, we can't fucking tell if you're allowed to like the bad thing, we're gonna fucking put you on trial to make sure that, you know, you're engaging with this content in the correct way, I guess. And, you know, wow, what possible negative outcome could result from this 
fucking weird little Turing test of trauma that we've assembled. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, back to Corinna. <laughs> so, yeah, Corinna on Twitter gets into it with a bunch of people. But it all sort of culminates in this tweet in which they're defending calling people pedophiles. And I'm just going to go ahead and read it because half of it I agree with, half of it I don't. Okay. So they say, just to be clear, since I'm trying to get canceled by pedophiles now, yes, not safe for work pics of animated characters that are minors slash children is illegal federally. I can't believe I have to say this. And they mean in the United States. Of course they do. By the way, a pedophile said, point out where the law says the child doesn't have to exist. And they then provide screenshots of a section of the Protect Act. Oh dear. Which has become a big point of conjecture in the fandom anti-pro-ship spaces. And I'd just like to jump in real quick <laughs> and explain what the Protect Act is. Please do. And again, yeah, it, it is an American law. The Protect Act of 2003, the prosecutorial remedies and other tools to end the exploitation of children today. So the Protect Act is a set of laws that was meant to help prosecute people who committed child sex crimes. It does contain language that prohibits obscene illustrations depicting child pornography, including computer-generated illustrations, or what they called virtual children. People think this means anime or manga. And the problem is the verbiage used in the Protect Act is so vague, judges have ruled it to be unconstitutional, even with the caveat that you have to meet all three requirements of the Miller test, which is a, uh, it's three rules that decide whether or not something can be considered legally obscene. Now, the language that talks about art and virtual children was actually meant to protect living and deceased children being recreated in, say, like a sprite form and then used to create pornography. It has been used or attempted to be used in cases against anime, namely, in 2008, there was a case in Iowa that charged a man, Chris Handley, for possessing seven books of manga that depicted children being sexually abused. Now, Christopher made a plea deal. He spent six months in jail in order to stay off the sex offender registry because he thought it was highly unlikely that a jury would acquit him if shown this art. What people don't think about is obscenity laws in the United States not only differ state to state, but actually county to county. And relying on, say, your neighbors to look at art that you don't find offensive and feel the same way is a lot. That's a lot to put on a stranger. So whether or not him spending time in jail was the correct choice, this is the case people like to bring up. People like to bring up the Protect Act a lot 
They don't actually know much about it, though, outside of the fact that it says fictional depictions. No, and people, like, authors and artists alive today who have commented on this case, like, one of them being Neil Gaiman, that, like, the language is so vague that you could consider some of the comic books he has written obscene under it. Mm -hmm. That's how vague the language is. He actually, fun fact, he spoke up and talked about that because of the Chris Hanley case and then raised a bunch of money uh, for his legal defense. Yeah, Yeah. that's nice. Good old Neil. The comic book legal defense fund. Yeah. Like, I'll I'll be 100% honest. I, I think the guy is a bit creepy. But I'm gonna defend his right to be creepy with manga. That doesn't seem to be hurting anybody. I think that it's silly that we sent him to real person jail because of anime cartoons. Yeah, yeah. The problem being, he's right. Like, there is such a revulsion to this sort of content that a jury member who's supposed to be impartial, if they do have to look at it and make a judgment, you don't really want to risk your life and freedom on whether or not they can be like, Okay, just because I hate this doesn't mean it's illegal. Exactly. I have been to a lot of therapy to reach that point in my life. (laughs) So I I understand him being like, you know what, fine, I'm just going to fucking plead guilty because I get it. Because people... I mean, that was, a, that was a fucking sweet plea deal they cut yeah, him. They fucking did. six months and no money or a quarter million dollars in fines and over a year in prison and being on the sex offender mm-hmm. registry. Like, that, to me, shows me that the prosecutors knew this case was weak and would not fly, potentially. And it is still the only case to be tried and convicted uh, about pornographic cartoons yeah. under this law. It's a it's a silly law. It was well-intentioned, probably. I don't know these lawmakers personally, but it's way too vague. I think it is well-intentioned in the same way that Sesta-Fosta is well-intentioned. Yeah. Having said all that, having said basically for the last hour now that I don't agree with what this person said or did... Uh-huh. But I understand where they are coming from and why they had this reaction. Then, all of a sudden, their stupid fucking thought from the past came back to, to haunt them. <laughs> yeah. So, Bliss, would you like to... I feel like I have made the voice actor's case for them pretty fairly in this recording. I feel like I have gone out of my way to be like, you know, we're a little confused, but they got spirit or whatever, and they this came from a place of, like, yeah, a very simple, straightforward request of not wanting to be bombarded with porn on yeah. TikTok. Yeah, mm-hmm. fair enough. So after Karina brings up the Protect Act and goes on for a minute, someone very kindly <laughs> brings up a tweet of theirs from November of 2020 and says... Yeah, so fucking recently. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and says, well, you want to talk about this then? Let's talk about this. And it's a tweet in which Karina is talking about going into the office and replacing all the keys on their co-worker's keyboard with a full set of Ahegao keycaps. Which, if you don't know, Ahegao is that anime face 
where your mouth is open and your tongue's lolling out and your eyes are like bugging out and rolling into the back of your head. Rolling out, yeah. It's like, it's the anime version of an O face, uh-huh. basically. Yeah. Like, you are just so consumed with sexual pleasure that you're making a stupid face. Uh-huh. And yeah, it it's a bunch of keycaps that are just super close-up faces of anime characters clearly in the throes of sexual ecstasy. And this isn't even a tweet that they were, like, trying to just, like, on the on the DL joke about with their followers. This is something they tagged with. Hashtag waifu. Hashtag anime. Hashtag anime waifu. Oh boy. Hashtag waifu oh keyboard. Boy. Hashtag PC. Hashtag PC gaming. Hashtag PC gaming keyboard. Oh man, we are we are coming for the clout <laughs> with this one. Oh boy! So, oh boy! They are pretty proud oh, of cricket. themselves. Mm. And they think that this is a hilarious prank. Oh boy! Yeah, that was their defense when confronted with this recent tweet of theirs. They said it was a prank. Dot 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 dot. Well, <sighs> needs be said too that. Some of these characters are identifiably under 18. Yes. Oh, absolutely. And they're all different. None yes, of them are repeated. All, they're not the same character. Every key gets its own individual lovely O-face. And the... <sighs> See, this is what I said. This is what I was like, man, I was on your side. And then you had to do some dumb shit. So their excuse again, when confronted with, well, some of these look underage, was, they're all adults, the <laughs> seller told me so. Yes. Yeah. I'm sure, I'm sure that was your first question yeah. when purchasing this gag porn keycap set. Excuse me, are any of these keycaps underage? Are any of these keycaps underage? Don't want to be gross about it. <laughs> yeah. And... <laughs> Oh my god. I mean, number one, no, I don't believe you did that. I don't believe you you asked the seller to verify all of these fictional characters' fictional ages. Uh-huh. And two, even if you did, they're wrong. Yep. Yeah. And, like, I'm sorry, but officer, I didn't know she was under 18. It does not apply. And this is material that you previously declared to be actual child sexual abuse imagery. Yeah. You equated this with actual, actionable child porn. By your own logic, mere hours ago. Yep. Yep. (laughs) Anything that is even the depiction of a fictional person under the age of 18 in a sexual encounter is is likened unto the bad child porn. Yeah, so when confronted with this apparent uh fucking discrepancy <laughs> in your logic their reaction was to say bro it was a prank yeah, yeah. officer i didn't know those keycaps were under 18 <laughs> <laughs> i'm sorry that's not good enough no if you are going to take the hardline approach that any depiction of any person who looks too young air quotes or, you know, is a 16-year-old anime character in a sexual circumstance is exactly the same as child sexual abuse imagery, you can't also then defend this keyboard. (laughs) Yeah, I can't believe I'm having to say this. mutually exclusive. (laughs) You either have to take the position that the keyboard that I purchased as a prank was actual child abuse imagery, Uh and maybe turn yourself in and see what the police have to say about it, because that'd be funny. (laughs) Or you have to 
adopt the position that maybe I was wrong about all imagery of fictional characters in sexual encounters of dubious age is the same as genuine child pornography. Mm-hmm. Do you know what is a crime, though? Ads and services? Well, I was going to say slander and liable. <laughs> oh. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. So I want to talk about something else that happened this week. And I'm going to keep it brief. I'm not going to go into the nitty gritty because it's already sticky. And uh, the victim has mm-hmm. become uncomfortable with the amount of attention they're receiving over this particular thing because it's making their life kind of difficult already. Understandable. Yeah. Yeah. So there is an animator who I'm not even going to give their Twitter. Their name is Ange. And someone created a huge, big old fat call out on Twitter accusing them of pedophilia, creating child sexually explicit material, and also went and attempted to blacklist them in the animation industry, which is already the American animation industry. We should put it on a t-shirt. It's a <laughs> tiny. It's a tight, small community. <laughs> yes. And I feel it needs to be, I don't know if you want to use these people's names or not, but the person who made that threat, uh, their father-in-law is a titan mm. of the American animation industry. And so that threat is very real and is probably something that they could achieve. Yeah. Because they have connections based on who they fuck. Yeah. Yeah. Because fucking life is unfair. Isn't it? Yeah, you can tell the way they went into this thinking that they would be adulated for destroying someone's livelihood. Yeah. So the victim, Ange, they were let go. They were let go very quickly and suddenly as this callout was happening. They are also a abuse victim and had suffered rape recently and they're disabled. Uh-huh. Yes. And, you know, it's the middle of a pandemic. And also, I think it needs to be said, yeah, just they did not produce or distribute child sex abuse imagery. Uh, they drew porn of cartoons. Mm-hmm. Like, I've seen the images to... That's not... As we've belabored at this point, uh, that's not what child sex abuse imagery is. And... so hardly look like people. Uh, if it were, then this person rather than contact the authorities, has decided to distribute that imagery all over Twitter. Yeah. Yep. I saw it because of them. Untagged. Not because of... Yeah. Yeah, untagged. Not, again, also, uh, not my thing. One of the things that I would avoid. Yes, if I <laughs> And could. I would have tried to, and I was doing great until they posted about it. Well, and the thing is, Ange, while people may not like that type of art, kept it on an anonymous account in an adult-only yes. yeah. space, and the person... Marked ac- not safe for work. Yeah. And the person who accused them was somebody they used to be friends with, who works in the same field. I think that's another fucking, uh, super fucking revealing point that this person for months, apparently, if the screen caps are to be believed, pretended to be friends with Ange, sought out their locked, not-safe-for-work art account purposefully in order to, like, what, collect receipts? Yep. As to what kind of cartoon yeah. porn they drew? Quote-unquote receipts. And, and then... Thinking, like, I'm going to take them on good faith, which they don't deserve, but I'm going to take them on good faith and believe that they think that they had stumbled onto actual, 
actionable child abuse imagery. Their decision then is to not contact authorities, but is to contact the employers Mm -hmm. of the artist and then make a fucking call-out post, including this imagery, untagged. Yeah. To just fucking whoever's on Twitter. And that's so revealing as to their (laughs) goals not to prevent harm to, I don't know, theoretical cartoon children or (laughs) or real children, I guess, because I, I, but you know, even that's a stretch because this art was sequestered away in a locked, not safe for work account that had nothing to do with Ange's professional identity. No. Like, like, it's not like they were bringing this imagery into work and sharing it. Like, this was no. a completely separate account, completely as, you know, porn ought to be, I think, in most circumstances. Just because I like sex and I don't mind talking about it doesn't mean that it's fit for public consumption. Mm-hmm. Anyway, and then now apparently they're just shocked that people aren't more grateful that they did all of this fucking gross reconnaissance. Yeah, on a single person's... Porn Twitter. Yeah, also kind of iffy with untagged porn just out there. <laughs> untagged, untagged child abuse imagery. Yeah, they, they claim to believe, which is revealing to me that these people don't actually believe their claims. No, that this is just as bad as child abuse imagery. Well, that's actually because why... if they did, they would not do that. They would not reproduce no. this imagery again. Federal crime in America. Well, funny you should say that, because a lot of these kids equate it so much that they think that because fan artists aren't going to jail, that they can just uh, distribute actual uh, CSIM and just are allowed to do that, because it's not yes, there any have, worse. There have been instances of aunties sharing actual flesh and blood child sexual abuse imagery on Twitter before. I guess... If I'm being charitable, which I shouldn't be, but I guess because they think it's the proper response to that imagery is a call-out post and not contacting the FBI, mm-hmm. which is yeah. grim, let's say. That's fucking grim. Mm-hmm. It's unfortunate. And illegal. Yeah. And <laughs> a federal Super crime. illegal. And a federal crime. Don't yeah. do it. I'm angry this episode. Is that can that is that coming across? I'm very fucking angry. <laughs> I'm super mad. So yeah, word spread about Ange's situation really, really quickly. And the next day, what happened was one of their previous employers made the capital C choice. <laughs> oh boy, did they. To tweet. And I'm trying very carefully. If you know what happened, you know I don't need to name names. If you don't know, trust me, you don't need to know names. I'm hoping that Ange actually actively sues somebody. <laughs> yeah, me too. Oh, but me too. The, uh, yeah, the, the former employer in question is a popular, I guess, American animator who uh, is very active on Twitter, is mm-hmm. the thing. Mm-hmm. So people were contacting them, hoping to get a response about... Hey, did you really just fire someone for slanderous accusations? I even tweeted. Mm-hmm. Their tweet had said, Today's mood is bruh. And I quote retweeted. I feel I was very polite. And I said, uh, maybe you should address the elephant in the room. And I left it at that and moved on with my day. Well, everybody had the same idea. <laughs> and was actively either tweeting at this creator 
quote retreating this creator. Some people were emailing all of Angie's previous employers or attempting to make phone calls. Everybody wanted to rush in and white knight. I get that yes. impulse. I was, I felt defensive. I felt really bad. I got caught up in the emotion. Well, yeah, it's, it's, it's an because again, thing. it's basically now the call out post is basically a form of public execution. Mm -hmm. Yes. And those have never gone out of style in all of human history. No. We love to go see someone punished for all the supposed crimes of our society. If we can just package all the evils in our society into a single person and then hang that person or set them on fire or whatever, cut their head off with a guillotine, then, man, we sure feel better because we're not them. And I mean, to be clear, I spoke with Ange and I felt I was acting not in mob mentality, but that doesn't mean I wasn't. <laughs> well, and spoke privately with them, which is which is different than making a scene publicly of it. Mm -hmm. So later that day, Ange tweets asking people to stop contacting their former employer because shit had gotten out of hand very quickly. Mm -hmm. And presumably, Ange would like to continue working in the American animation field, which means they need to maintain some semblance of having bridges available to them. Mm -hmm. uh -huh. And yeah, when you become known to have a mob of people who will harass people you work for, it's a bad look. Uh -huh. It's a bad look. Even if the, the root cause of it was to defend someone from slanderous allegations. Yeah. And I'm not even mad. I'm not. It's Twitter. Who gives a shit? But I was then blocked by said content creator. Because what... I presume most likely happened was they just went ahead and used blockchain to block everybody who quote retweeted mm -hmm. and protect their own emotional and mental place. I get that. And I got caught up in that and I'm blocked and that's fine. <laughs> I can just log out of my Twitter to see their tweets. I think the thing that connects all of these fucking stories from the past week has to do with the fact mm -hmm. that now, the professional, the private, the public identities that one used to maintain in different spaces have now all been flattened into a singular identity. So people having concerns over how your company is treating its employees is now transmuted into a personal attack. And even if people voice their concerns about how your company treats its employees meanly, with lots of curse words. Mm -hmm. Is that the same as a personal attack? I guess it must feel that way because they added you on Twitter. And you don't have any, mm -hmm. like, professional Twitter to handle these sorts of questions. It's just you, your face, your brand, and any sort of criticism about you publicly, you professionally, gets turned into, transmuted into something about one's personal identity, and vice versa, where your personal identity is now transmuted to inform your professional and public identity, which oh, yeah. is not something I think we've ever had to deal with before as a human being. I mean, fuck, until, like, 19, the 1930s, 1940s, you could just move to a different town and assume a different name, and you were a new person. No one was fucking checking. Yeah. <laughs> and we no longer have that. We now have 
a tagged from birth sort of society. We talk about this in the scope of like fandom and bad takes because that's what we deal with all day and we find that funny. But I think there is a much larger societal implication of what happens when your identities are flattened into a singular digital presence and your private life, your professional life, your public life all coalesce into a single brand TMCR. And what happens when that becomes universal? Because it's one thing to know that, like, oh, the guy who runs the coffee shop down the street, he voted for Trump. I don't want to give him my money. To, oh, that person has a kink I don't like. We should blackball them from the industry. And... Yeah. Fucking, I don't know where the escalation ends. I don't know where the line should be drawn. But it's gonna only get worse because unless you take pains to partition parts of your identity into different accounts, you know, the algorithm, Google, Facebook, want to streamline it for you. They want everything to be synced. They want you backed up to the cloud because, you know, they want to sell your data. But it also means that now... If you run a business or if you are a freelancer or anything like that, you can't really have a private life. One that's not at least digital. Like, it has to be in your fucking head. And, yeah, I don't I don't really know. I don't have a prediction other than this is not tenable and something will have to be done. What I find troubling is that people online don't realize how easy it is to find you if you try hard enough. Yeah. Because so much of your information is or online. Not even that hard anymore. No, not really. No, not even. But that they would do things like slander and libel, which are crimes. Real person crimes. Yeah. You can take someone to court for saying you're a pedophile if you're not a pedophile. Mm-hmm. Which, again, not. Well, again, <laughs> even <laughs> further, even if you are, they have to prove it. If you haven't abused anyone, they can't prove it. It's in your fucking head. Cartoons aren't proof. This ain't Iowa. There's a burden of proof for a reason. You can't just go around saying shit that is defamatory. We decided a long time ago that that was a bad thing and that it should be a crime. Mm -hmm. And it just moving on to the internet now. And yeah, like do this under their real names. Like Mm -hmm. that's the thing. I guess they just, they were so convinced that they would be adulated for their detective work. Mm. (laughs) I'm interested to see, I doubt it'll play out in the public eye, but I'm interested to see what happens. Well, well, it's not going to be in your public eye (laughs) because you're blocked. But like, (laughs) well, I mean, they're, they're not addressing it. That content creator is not going to address it. They never do. They have pulled this move before, not blocking me, but like, (laughs) (laughs) no, just ignoring it. Here's the thing for me, though, is that this might give it away, but I'm still not going to name them. This content creator um, has drawn objectionable material in the past, particularly mm-hmm. has a character that is a no-kidding pedophile, and mm-hmm. it's mostly played for laughs. And I've seen several works of art where someone is, like, in a bathtub of snakes, clearly sexually aroused. And, like... Yep. There is no, there's nothing explicit, like, there, you can't see anything based on the way it's drawn, there's no, like, nudity, but 
clearly sexually aroused in a bathtub of snakes, which people are saying is bestiality. And to me, fine. Like, I don't think that it meets the standards of what actual bestiality is. But if you want to, no. if you want some sort of weird nebulous term like zoophilia or whatever, fine. Like, that's the sort of transgressive work that they have done in the past and have repeatedly have been canceled, air quotes, over it. Even though they, like, attempt to say that, you know, it was, it was a bad joke, I was young, whatever. It was in the wrong crowd. Yes. Blah, blah, you blah. Know, it was a prank. Anything, anything but <laughs> taking responsibility. Um, yeah, like, I, you can think that art is, is gross and whatever. I don't think that it's criminal. But for them to go through that sort of harassment based on works of art that people find objectionable, and then to just sort of throw your employee under the bus... I guess now because they have a real-time contract with a real serious studio and they can't risk it. But that's, uh, that's shitty. It's a little hypocritical. Yeah. It's a little <laughs> hypocritical. And, like, I get that maybe you can't address it because you have a contract now. But, like, maybe just say that. Maybe just be like, sorry, I can't address it because I have a contract now. That's the way the world works. And it's not fair, but at least people would get it. Mm-hmm. Anything but... Today's mood is bruh. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, because that just Honestly, not saying anything at all that day would have been, been better. Better. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because mm-hmm. that's just diminishing people's concerns. Everyone was upset and your response was bruh moment. Mm-hmm. Like, maybe don't. <laughs> I could not have engineered a worse response if mm-hmm. I gave it time. Yeah, it was, it was unfortunate and... People have calmed down a little bit. A lot of people, you know, it's moved out of the limelight, so everybody's stopped talking about it for the most part. Mm -hmm. I don't think it's something that should be completely forgotten. I think we should remember not to abuse people, but because (sighs) fucking if you forget what's happened, you run the risk of repeating Mm -hmm. that action. Even if you're not holding somebody accountable, to just remember that, like, hey, that snake bit you. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> don't hold your hand up to it again. And, like, yeah, like, I can't, I don't know. Like, I don't know what the fucking lesson is here. I, I Court documents are public record, so, like, if this mm-hmm. develops, it will all play out in the public eye if someone decides to take legal action. And, like, that's, but the thing to me is, like, I don't know what, what was achieved, by this call out a vulnerable person lost their employment and was doxxed during a pandemic during also just a particularly trying time for them by supposed former friends who (laughs) decided that now was the time to i don't know expose this monster and yeah like to me that speaks more of their abusive natures than of angie's uh, and everyone's mad at you because you hurled slanderous allegations against someone just minding their own fucking business. Uh-huh. And yeah, like, did did you get what you wanted? Like, what were you hoping to achieve here? No one was being harmed. No one was in danger. No one was in a position of power that was keeping them from being held accountable. No. So what did you want? 
Surely it wasn't this, but I also can't even fathom what they did want to happen. They just had a personal vendetta, yeah, they were and they just, just wanted this person smeared. And angry, and like, they wanted this person to suffer. That's it. Like they just wanted, and like they were working on a popular project, and I'd never heard of this idiot before. So let's let's make a business. Let's get. <laughs> fucking into it. Make a name for myself by burning someone alive. Yeah. Presumably because this person has an in-law who is a titan in the American animation industry, they just thought that they could. Like, I don't know, maybe the nepotism was work moving too slowly for them. <laughs> <laughs> when we say titan, we mean titan. Yes. Yeah. You, if you are... This dude's a big deal. Yeah, if you are a person... Uh, between the ages of 20 and 40, you have watched some of this man's animation. Mm-hmm. You you have watched mm-hmm. something that his company has produced. You have watched a show that he has worked on. You have watched something that he has been involved in. And yeah, the American animation industry is fucking tiny. Really tiny. And there are a couple major studios and everybody knows everybody. And if you just get on the blacklist, like, you can be done. And mm-hmm. that's grim because, you know, most of this work is outsourced overseas anyway. And to be able to do it for a living wage is getting more and more impossible. And it's, you know, eventually going to be too impossible. But when this came to light, who their in-law was, uh, that was revealing to me about their motives, maybe. But mm-hmm. I still don't really know. Like, I'm just guessing because... They didn't even really provide a motive because, you know, a call out need not provide a motive. It just, it just is that I, I am taking it upon myself to risk my reputation by calling out someone in power or whatever. That's not really how it fucking works when it's just a falling out between friends. And Uh yeah, they seem to be shocked that people were like, (laughs) not receptive to their call out. Yeah. (laughs) And then they went private. You're still private, yeah. I'm waiting. Me too. I honestly wish I had hit that follow button just before, but that's happened so many times, and I know, like, I never just quite catch it in time. I also- One day. I also feel like once shit's popped off, they might block the last, like, 10 or 15 people to have followed them. I sure would. Yeah. Yeah. No. Same. Legit. I've seen personally. Mm -hmm. Like, in my own life. Yes. How shit can get twisted. And I'm not interested in that noise. No, god no. Yeah, I've noticed that that's like a thing that a lot of uh, younger people will attack. Is like your follower count. And Mm. I just always find it funny because... um, I have few followers on purpose. Yeah, Yeah. it's it's on purpose. Mm -hmm. Like even my public account, I'm like, I don't... I'm not really trying to reach the masses here. Or gain an audience. yeah, Yeah, I don't care. Okay, but so, during the Texas snowstorm, when I was tweeting a bunch of politicians, I gained about 10-ish new followers. And I was like, oh no. (laughs) Y'all- You don't want to be here. Y'all came here for the wrong reasons. (laughs) (laughs) And sure enough, a week later, I was down 10 followers. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) And I mean, I've done that too, where I gain a couple followers because I like- some some reply got a little bit of traction, and I'll like look and see that I gained followers like in my dotifs, and I'll kind of be like, oh, 
you're not going to be interested. You're not going to be here for long. Yeah. <laughs> okay. They're and not then, all winners, man. Like, I actually don't know <laughs> if they leave or not, because I, again, don't... I like Demetric to my public Twitter, because I don't care. I don't want to know. So anyway, follow us on Twitter <laughs> at Blissfully Shy. No, no. <laughs> that engagement, baby. Give us a comment, a like. Watch us on as many devices as you have. Uh, no, but really. I mean, I think we talked about the... Th- oh yeah, we, we for sure did. We talked about the thing for a while. I definitely also want to talk about Wattpad next time, but... We'll also, talk- I just don't want to talk about Antis yes. next time. I can't do it three weeks in Let's a row. Let's talk about Wattpad and WandaVision AO3. and AO3 and something. WandaVision is happening. WandaVision's a meme. I want something fun fandom. Yeah. Like, I know that we've talked about this, but... <laughs> This podcast was not meant to be about aunties exclusively. God, right? <laughs> no. Yeah. They just kind of took over. We're gonna find something fun to talk about, god this, damn it. This last week was a fucking god. bleak one. Knock like, on wood that nothing bad happened. Between <sighs> that poor kid getting doxxed, yeah. the, the Genshin Impact. It's been a rough couple weeks. Yeah. Anyway... <laughs> Follow us on Twitter and Instagram at Blissfully Show. You can find a link to our YouTube there if you're watching us on YouTube. Give us a like, subscribe, comment. You don't have to, but makes me happy. Mm. And otherwise, thanks for joining us, y'all. And we will see you next week. Yeah. Hopefully with something fun. Bye! Bye-bye! Oh, God, We're gonna talk about (laughs) WandaVision or fucking Mm -hmm. uh, Wattpad or something. Man, don't curse it. (sighs) We are gonna talk about something fun. It is happening. Okay. Alright. Bye, everybody. Bye-bye! Bye! So I apparently have to go turn myself into the fucking Mounties. Apparently.